The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The Chicago Bears look set to explore other options other than Arlington Heights for their next stadium, which may include going back to the table with Chicago. We're talking about all that. Plus, we're going to get into how the defensive ends, Dominique Robinson and Travis Gibson, are setting themselves up to have bigger seasons than what they had last year. All that plus more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. Now, one of the things that came out late last week that we've not gotten to yet on the show is that the Bears apparently are starting to explore other options other than Arlington Heights as far as developing their next stadium, which is... And the initial report was Naperville coming out as a as a target by Kevin Warren. And it seems like they're maybe going back to the drawing board with the city of Chicago as well. Amanda uh, Vinicki uh, with, with Chicago's WTTW News says this. The Bears entertaining the idea of moving to Naperville, I think, opens up a window of hope for those who have always felt that we should still be having conversations about finding a deal that makes sense for both the city of Chicago and the Chicago Bears organization. And I think Mayor Johnson really does deserve the opportunity to broker that deal. So it seems like Chicago may be back into play. Now, this is going to be maybe a shot, right, to some people. It seemed like the Bears were absolutely focused and moving forward with the Arlington Park situation. But it seems like some issues with tax cuts, uh, things like that, public funding and things like that may have sent the Bears to start looking and exploring other options. Now, considering that the Bears did close on the property, I still say that that property is still the most likely scenario that the move to Arlington Park. Uh, with posturing and things and what it is, uh, Kevin Warren may be trying to play the field against each other, right? And so, ultimately, with the amount of money that it was set to bring to, to Arlington Heights and things like that, it's it still, it, to me, it's just still wild that we're talking about that deal maybe not going through. But, hey, I'll tell you what, I would much rather have the, the Bears in Chicago than in Naperville or anywhere else for that matter. It just depends on if they're going to get the deal that they want, right? The Bears want to own the stadium. They have not owned the stadium at Soldier Field ever, right? And so while they get a portion of that, the the, the potential of owning your own stadium outright, and as well as like the development of Arlington Heights overall, set to be a huge moneymaker for the Bears organization. And it was, it was set to be the largest development in Illinois history. I think the second largest uh, development in Illinois history. So you know, it, it's it's wild to see this maybe have been falling apart or something like that. But ultimately, I think we're gonna it's gonna ultimately go back to Arlington Heights. I could be wrong on that. You never know what type of deal uh, the city of Chicago could offer, what they're willing to maybe come off of, what they weren't willing to do before. But we'll see. Kevin Warren, this is why he was hired. What a part of why this was his first big project that he's he's fronting right is the is the development of a new stadium for the Chicago Bears and he wants to make sure he gets it right he's going to want to make sure that he puts the Bears and the organization in the position to get everything that they want out of a new stadium and to really 
for the first time, having maybe up-to-date state-of-the-art stadium for the Chicago Bears. They've never had that. We have the oldest stadium in the NFL and one of the smallest, if not the smallest overall. So the, that, the potential gains for the organizations and the fans as well um, of getting a new stadium is huge. And so we'll see, but let me know down below. Do you think that with the city of Chicago trying to trying to sneak back in there, maybe convince the Bears to stay in the city of Chicago? Or do you like me, do you think eventually Arlington Heights is where the Bears are going to be? Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. But with one of the, the situations um, it, with, with the Chicago Bears is that we've been all, always kind of wondering what's next out on the edge for the Chicago Bears. Are they going to go after and try to make any moves out on the edge position? Are they going to wait to the post-June first cuts, things like that? With Leonard Floyd signing with the Bills, and, you know, while there was nothing ever really pointing to the Chicago Bears maybe going after the deal like that, it seems that the Bears are content on maybe riding with what they have out on the edge now. And if they do need to make a trade maybe midseason or something or acquisition, they may do that. I mean, there's still a number of free agents that could make sense for the Bears. And you guys know my mindset has always been as you get closer and closer to the start of the season and to the opening of training camps, you're, you're going to have to pay less for those veterans that are still out there. So like Ayanik Ngakwe, who I still think could be really good for the Bears to go out and get on that edge position, um, could you could end up getting him for pennies on the dollar if it gets closer to training camp and he's still not signed by a team. But I do think that we do sit at a chance where the Bears are going to just ride out and see what they have. See what the young guys, see what the new acquisitions, see what the the improvement on that interior defensive line does for the players out on the edge. And one of the players that are set to benefit from the improvements on that defensive line is Travis Gibson. And he talked a little bit about his season, saying this, it was humbling. Having the success I had my second season, I thought it was all the way up, but that's not how it went. And he also talked about how, you know, him seeing um, you know, Jaquan Brisker have more sacks than him, how that worked, uh, worked, worked him up. And he said this, but I'm appreciative now. It may sound crazy, but I'm appreciative for how it went because it exposed some of the weaker spots in my game last year that I can dial in on now. So Travis Gibson using the, I guess if you want to be fair, calling it a down season for him after having seven sacks this, the year prior, um, overall down season for the defensive line as a whole. So it's not just on him. But him using that as motivation, right? That is what you want to see from a young player that could be getting ready to talk contract extension, to use the adversity that he faced to put himself in a better situation, to take a hold of his development and realize what how much he needs to work year in and year out to keep being able to produce at a high level on the NFL, uh, for the NFL and for the Chicago Bears. So ultimately, I like hearing this mindset from Travis Gibson now. Again, anybody can fix their mouth to say anything. That's kind of one of my sayings. But ultimately, Travis Gibson has shown a, a nice work ethic, right? And while last season was a down season as far as what he did in that second season, there's still a lot of promise for Travis Gibson. And with the improvement on that interior defensive line, he could benefit greatly from it, but we need to see it. But And the Bears may be having hope that the improvements that they've made are going to help him as well could be one of the reasons why we have not seen an additional edge signed for the Chicago Bears. Demarcus Walker is going to be, have that area, right? He's going to have that other end. We know that he can produce as well. Travis Gibson, if he comes in and starts the season producing, the Bears may not, they, they won't need to look and they won't have to spend the money, even though they have still $32 million to spend out in free agency. There's no need if, you're, if your young player is going to develop, if they're going to step up, if they're going to give you something and you what you've seen from OTAs and, and things of this, that sort, 
has that confidence in him. We'll, we'll see. And I do I do think that Travis Gibson is going to be able to stand up and give us a much better season than last year. Let's hope, because if not, then we all know what that alternative is. Now, on the, uh, the flip side of that, Dominique Robinson, who showed tons of promise being a rotational piece last season, me, C-Dub, Bobby, we were calling for him to start. Once Robert Quinn went away, it didn't, it didn't measure up, right? He did not measure up, but he's going to be tutored. He said this, I took some time to work out with some guys this offseason. I got with BT Jordan actually right before the, uh, he accepted the job out in Seattle. He's a pass rush specialist, so I got with him. I'm supposed to get with Rob Mathis. I think I'm going to try to get with him after OTAs going into camp in our off time. So I've been working with different guys trying to improve. Now, while working with a, a great pass rusher, and what BT Jordan has done as far as coaching and developing as well, what Rob Mathis was just being a monster for, and a terror himself uh, on, uh, on uh, NFL offenses for years, that's great. I love that Dominique Robinson is taking uh, ownership over his own development and by getting in the rooms with guys who have done the job before. I love that he's doing that. Now, we got to see if it's going to pay off on the field for the Chicago Bears and for Dominique Robinson. But at least right now, he's doing the things that he can do, much like with Cole Komet going to tight end university, right? Those are things that help set his mindset. And so working with, with people who have been really good to great at this job and help and, and, and using that to kind of maybe push forward his development a little bit more, maybe give it that jump start, teaching him little things and techniques that he can do to improve what he already has and that raw talent that Dominique Robinson does have. He does have raw talent. So with that being said, you really want to look at that and, and you know, kudos to Dominique Robinson for, going, for realizing something that he needed to do, going out and, and reaching out to people that could help him and working with those people in his own time. That is huge, right? Now, we need to see it come together, right? But I think at least it's showing that Dominique Robinson has the right mindset as far as his development and how he can step up and help the Chicago Bears team, right? And so, yeah, him being a rotational piece, he's going to play plenty of snaps next season unless another acquisition or something is made and he is set to really potentially have another big year for the Chicago Bears now last topic before we go Jalen Johnson and if he didn't need any more motivation Jalen Johnson was actually left off pro football focus top 20 running backs I'm sorry running backs why, why cornerbacks in the NFL going into the season now you guys can let me know down below how you feel do you think Jalen Johnson is one of the top 20 corners in the league but with that being said, him being left off that list and using that as motivation, right? Jalen Johnson has a lot of things that can motivate him. The contract can motivate him. The, 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 the questions around if he's going to be a number one, if he should be a number one, getting turnovers, whatever, getting burnt on some situations. All those questions surrounding Jalen Johnson to give him another thing to stick on his bulletin board and to come in for this team and perform, take all the motivation. I've said it before. Teams and players with chips on their shoulders it shows you one or two things, how they respond to it. Do they use those ships as motivations to do and exceed the expectations around them? Or do they kind of prove those, those doubters wrong, right? And so we, we, we'll see. We're in for a big season for Jalen Johnson one way or another. Like we've been saying, there are dogs absolutely behind him, ready for him to go. And especially when you just continue to hear the hype around Tyreek Stevenson, right? The hype around this kid and what he can do, and his mindset, his development, how he's a playmaker, right? And may even be stepping into a leadership role at some point for the Chicago Bears. Jalen Johnson has to get it together. And that's not to say that Jalen Johnson's terrible, because he's not. But he does have absolutely holes in his game that can be fixed and shored up. He's still a young guy himself, right? So that development path is not done for him. 
But Jalen Johnson being left off this, I hope for one, that he's using that as some motivation to come in and to prove some people wrong, prove us wrong, right? The doubters even within um, the Chicago Bears fandom. Prove us wrong, Jalen Johnson. Go out and make yourself a player that you that has to be re-signed, right? Go out there and get it done. And it's not just about turnovers, which a lot of people point to with Jalen Johnson. It's about making those impact plays, right? Those impact plays. And so we'll see, man. We'll see. Jalen Johnson, I, I, I have faith in him, right? I do think that Jalen Johnson, with the improvements that we've made overall, one of the things we're going to keep talking about, that defensive line should be drastically improved. And so, you know, Jalen Johnson only having one interception on his career. And, I, it, you know, it, it, we, if you watch the games, you kind of understand why. But he has to. He's acknowledged it, and he has to. He spent the offseason focusing on, on his issues. Let's see Jalen Johnson come out and hit the ground running for the Chicago Bears in 2023. But that's today's daily episode. Thank you for tuning in to Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. Then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, I'm still in, somebody, I'm still in book saying, uh, uh, Chicago up, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.